Hello, you've tuned in to another edition of Prophecy Update. The host of Prophecy Update, Bill Solace, will be discussing some cutting-edge technologies used to evangelize with Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministries. Bill and Nathan will also touch on prophecies that mention the increase of knowledge in the last days and that connection with today's electronically savvy generation. Let's listen in on Bill and Nathan's two-part discussion on this topic. Welcome to another edition of the Prophecy Update radio program, whereby we intend to authenticate the sovereignty of God through Bible prophecy by telling you what Bible prophecy has to say about these last days. I'm your host, Bill Solace, and I'm delighted to have with us on the program today Nathan Jones of Lamb and Lion Ministries. Nathan, how are you? I'm doing very well, Bill. Thanks for uh, having me on. Are you keeping yourself real busy over there with Dr. Reagan at, at oh, Lamb and Lion? He makes sure that we're plenty busy, yes. <laughs> One of the interesting things that you do over there, Nathan, and I want to tell the listeners about this, and also as you answer it, let them know how they can reach you, is that you are on full staff answering questions all day long about all different types of Christian and prophetic topics. Is that not correct? And how can how can our listeners reach you if they have questions? Sure, sure. Um, besides being web minister, I'm also the associate evangelist on staff. Of course, Dr. Reagan being the senior evangelist. And I handle all the questions that come in through, either uh, by email, or we, of course, have a lot of people posting on our blog at lamblion.com, our Facebook page at lamblion.com slash Facebook, or you just go to our website, lamblion.com, click contact, and you can send a question related to Bible prophecy and make sure it gets answered. Very good, Nathan. Um, outstanding, Nathan. And you sent me an email. Uh, you, you send out, like, email newsletters, don't you, through Lamb and Lion Ministries to people who subscribe to your, your ministry? Is that correct? www.lamblion.com on every page there's a button that says sign up for our newsletter and uh, every other week on Wednesdays we send out an e-newsletter that's full of prophetic information and resources and updates and I like it because it keeps me in contact with what, what you've got there what you're offering there through Lamb and Lion you've got the TV program Christ and Prophecy there uh, the David Reagan and you uh, he hosts and you co-host I believe it is one of the newsletters, the newsletters are very reader-friendly, which is what I like. You guys have done a skillful job where um, it's not it's not an exhaustive study where you got to set aside a half hour to read your newsletter. It's it's Nobody it's clean. Yeah. yeah, it's clean and concise. And and the, which brings me to the point, um, I was fascinated by your most recent one, where you started showing these little I'll call them little snippets. They're, I think you're calling them Bible prophecy insights, and they're really fascinating to me. They're only like one minute long. And they're covering some very important topics in one minute. I don't know how you do it. What gave you the idea to do this? And, and tell me a little bit more about the goal of these and, and maybe some of the areas you're covering. I know there's three of them at the time of this interview that exist right now. And I want, I've seen them all three, and I want to talk about them. But go ahead and tell me a little bit about these snippets. Sure, certainly. Um, well, Bill, I was reading Pew Research, <clears throat> excuse me, and they say that 50% of Generation X, that'd be people like me, 30 to 45 years old, are... Um, uh, online. I mean, we're online all the time. We're on YouTube, Facebook, all those social networks. But 75% of the millennial generation, that's ages 18 and 29, I mean, they spend most of their day on the social networks and watching online videos. But 25%, tragically, of that generation claims to be without any religion whatsoever. 
that makes the millennial generation the least religious generation in American history. So we saw that there's a spiritual need, that there's an emptiness where Christ isn't there, but there's also a highly in-demand technological medium, which is the Internet. And so if you put those two together, how do we reach the millennial generation? How do we reach my generation, Generation X? I mean, after all, you go to any of these Bible prophecy contests, con conferences and conventions, it's mostly uh, folks in the older generation. And so how do we reach a new generation with the great news and saving message of Jesus Christ and that he's coming soon? And so we can reach them by creating highly impacting uh, videos that go out to these social networks that they can share to give them a little insight into Bible prophecy. That's why it's called Bible Prophecy Insights. And so that's what we did. We made a, a series. Uh, we started with three so far. They're called Bible Prophecy Insight videos. And uh, they're high-tech, high-animation uh, computer graphics, but also they have a Bible teaching message. And what the purpose is, I kind of think of them as fancy fishing lures. You know, you, you have the real pretty, fancy, shiny fishing lure you send out there and it attracts the fish. And we're fishers of men, so we send these fishing lures out, these Bible Prophecy Insight videos, and they attract people to them. And they, we bring them back to our website where they can learn more about Bible prophecy and hopefully you know, more about Jesus Christ and get saved. And that's the, kind of the purpose why we're doing that. Talk about high tech. I remember watching these three that you're referring to that are already existing. And uh, one of them, you were talking about the rapture, and you walked through <laughs> you walked through some dimension. And the next thing I know, I see you walking in a heavenly environment, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, he's been raptured and I haven't. What happened? <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, your ability to use these technologies is incredible. And, of course, that's what they're used to seeing, that, that millennial generation you're talking about. Exactly. If it's not real good quality, they'll skip over it instantly. And, unfortunately... Christian community, and we're getting better at it, but it's known for poor quality video, poor quality media, and, and that's just a shame. We're seeing groups like City on a Hill and folks that make these movies like Courageous and all really working hard to make good, high-quality videos that reach people for Christ and give people attention. So we knew when we started this that they had to be high-quality, they had to look real good, and they had to be uh, bite-sized because, you know, our younger generation and myself included, just don't give the time to sitting down and reading full-scale articles like we used to. We, they, they read and they absorb information very quickly, so these had to be very quickly, and we decided to, you know, to make these one minute. And what really made this work was that the Lord brought across our path a former Disney computer animator, and he has just been working at Disney, uh, doing a lot of computer animation, and he really wanted to serve the Lord. So he left Disney, and he started his own uh, firm, his own uh, video development company, called Sevenfold Films. And uh, he has a real heart for the Lord, and he's really set us up well. And, and so really, what we do on our side to make these is that uh, we work through a script, and I make it up. Our media team will go in our own video studio, and they'll film me in front of a green screen. And you know, I, my drama classes come to mind. I have to do the pantomime, and the look and pretend where certain things are. And we digitize that, and we send that on to Sevenfold Films. And then they computer animate all that stuff around us. So uh, everything about the Insights videos other than me is computer animated. Even then, my feet and my hair, for technical reasons, are also computer animated. And uh, so Sevenfold Films, they put that all together. And uh, once we get to the final, it's approved. And then we convert them over for a format that will go out to YouTube and Vimeo and all these other places that make it easy for people to share and afford and put on Facebook and all. 
Well, well, that's that tells you tells me why what I saw was uh, as amazing and fantastic as it was. And one of the things about these little snippets, and I don't know how you do it, but in a minute, is that they're so inviting toward people, you know, dialing into your ministry there um, and, and encouraging people about Jesus. I mean, you're giving a, a plethora of information in 60 seconds. <laughs> And it's enhanced and by by this technology, the way you do it, it's very gripping. It's like, I want to hear every word you're saying. And so what, what I want to do, um, of course, they can see these if they go to lamblion.com, correct? Lamblion.com? Uh-huh. L-A-M-B, L-I-O-N.com. They're, uh, right, you can find them right off our homepage. Uh, you can look up Bible Prophecy Insights on uh, YouTube, GodTube, Daily Motion, and Vimeo. And... Uh, we also put them out in a newsletter, and then you know people like them, which again sends them to their Facebook page. All the, the real key to these, Bill, is is that they got to go what's called viral. They got to be shared. They've got to be sent out, and through networks, they end up going to places where we could never go through our traditional means of media. And that's the key to making them get a viral. So the more people that pass them out, the more people say, "Hey, look at this! Check this out!" Is the more that these get into hands of people who have never considered Bible prophecy, much less even Jesus Christ. Well, and would you say then, now that we're talking about this and we're going to talk about some prophecy now, um, in Daniel 12.4, we are told that in the end times, many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. And I know that can have a multiple meaning in that prophetic discernment will be uh, increasing as, as we start to see signs of the time stage set. But do you think it has a tech, technological inference as well? technological changes in just the last few years. When I started getting into computers in the late 90s, you know, I started off as a web developer and designer, technology and computers would change every three years. Within five years, the technological advancements would double every one year and a half. Now, in this age, 2012 and on, we're looking at almost every six months a technological revolution. It continues to grow faster and stronger and better to the point where you can reach entire world. Matter of fact, uh, Billy Graham's last crusade was broadcast through the internet and radio literally to every country on the planet. He had more people with the potential to listen to that crusade than any time in human history. And obviously, technology and the inspiration comes from God. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And I really believe in this time, in this age, the Lord is giving the church the means and the needs to be able to go out and reach people for Christ using these new technologies, you know, starting with radio and then going to television, and now the internet, to reach people that we've never been able to reach before. And I can see it when I look at our statistics on the website, on our blog, various videos, that we have people literally all over the planet coming in and checking out uh, our gospel message, the gospel message that we put on our website. And that's an exciting time, Bill, and you, know, you with your website and all that and your books. It's a time to get the message out, and it means that the time is short. Daniel is writing that and given that information because he knows, the angel knew that God sent that message that the time was short near the end times for Jesus to come. And so he's giving us the best tools possible to reach as many people as possible and as quickly as possibly before the Lord returns. Well, I'm very thankful that Lamb and Lion is is maximizing usage of those technologies to, to spread the gospel and advance the kingdom. Well, we praise the Lord for them. I mean, without our prophecy partners coming along side by side with us, we could never do this. 
Well, that's fantastic. And we want to encourage that, too. If someone is interested in partnering with Lamb & Lion, I noticed on your website there is an ability to introduce what the, what the benefits are that are on your website. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Uh, just click the Prophecy Partner button, and uh, we will be more than happy to tell you how you can uh, serve the Lord through Lamb & Lion Ministries to get the good news out. Fantastic. Okay, you know, Nathan, I saw these three Bible Prophecy Insights. And the first one was dealing with the prophecies regarded with Christ's first coming. The second one seemed to be dealing with the signs of his return. And the third one was dealing with the rapture. Yeah, we wanted to start out by hitting the main three topics that this ministry discussed. First, we have to lay the foundation by telling people, you know, why listen to Bible prophecy? I mean, can it be valid? Is it accurate? What's, you know, because it's the foundation that you build the teaching off. So we started with the first one called Accuracy of Bible Prophecy. Uh, the second one is Signs of Jesus' Return. Uh, not just the Bible, but we can look all around us and see all the different signs and things happen around the world, all these events that point to the Lord's soon return. So the second one we titled Signs of Jesus' Return. And then the most important one, at least for our Lamb and Lion Ministries, is that we want to teach people about the rapture, the soon return of Jesus Christ to take his church out of this world and bring them to heaven. So the third one is called The Rapture. And one thing I want to say about that, Nathan, some of our listeners are familiar with this, but for those that aren't, Nathan has produced a spectacular short video about the rapture. And what is it, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes of viewing? What, what do you have on that? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes. Okay. And it's available also on Lamb Lion to, to watch it as well. Is that correct? Yeah, we want to put on our homepage, again, just like these Bible Prophecy Insights, uh, we put them all over YouTube and as many video networks as we could. It's called Jesus Came, What's Next? Uh, we also have it as, this says, uh, Did Many People Disappear? And it's our left-behind message. You know, our ministry exists to evangelize the lost now, but we can also evangelize the lost thanks to all this technology, to leave messages behind, to teach the people that hadn't accepted Jesus yet after the rapture, about Jesus and what happened, and that's what that video was. Uh, it's been out now for about two years, and it's called Jesus Came What's Next. And we encourage everybody who wants to leave a mess behind, left behind message to loved ones, family, and friends who haven't accepted Jesus as Savior yet to get those. They can give them electronically. They can get them on DVD. Just get them out there, and that way, after someone happens, if you spent your life witnessing to your brother or sister, and they have never accepted the Lord as your Savior, after the rapture, they're going to have questions. They can know, hey, wait, my brothers, they gave me that video. What was that about? Pull that out, and that'll give them the message about what happened. Well, I remember hearing Dr. Reagan say about that rapture video you produced that he couldn't get through the whole video without crying, and I must confess that same, I, I'm guilty of the same thing. I uh, I was very emotional watching that video, and I, I would suggest to the listeners that they need to watch that video because it, it, it vivifies the importance of the rapture and the days in which we live. Folks, we are living in a time where the rapture could happen at any twinkling of an eye moment. You know what's amazing how the Lord used that video, Bill, is that we had a gentleman call up. Now, he was just hard to understand. He was mumbling and, and, and just livid. But he told us that he was a fourth-generation warlock. He was ahead of his own coven. And after a coven meeting, they, he and his coven members went out to go watch uh, a movie in one of their homes, a Harry Potter movie. And they said they ended up watching 
this movie, Jesus Came, what's next? He said he had no idea how it got there. He don't know who put it in his DVD player. But he was calling the ministry, demanding to know who put that in his DVD player. You know, obviously, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, I have no idea. I know he says, but he says, I have felt so much love through that video. I have never known love in my life. I was born into the cult, and I've been my whole life in the cult. And uh, it had to be a number of calls back and forth with him. But uh, our ministry, uh, our finance minister, finally led him to the Lord. And since then, he was like, you know, you, you read about the calves being released from the stalls. He was like that. He jumped out, and he's telling everybody about the Lord. And, of course, he had to flee for his life. His coven was out to get him after that. But it was a total transformation. I'm even talking to him. He was like a different person. The voices, you know, the demons he said were in his head were gone. And uh, he's sharing the gospel. So the Lord is using that left-behind message even to people today, and we're just really excited. Obviously, anything we produce is nothing unless the Lord blesses it and uses it. Well, and and it's it's a seed that you know you've been called upon to plant that the Lord is now nurturing, and and there's just one excellent example right there of how the Lord works um, with with these things on on such an amazing level. That's just the one story you've heard about. What about the ones you haven't heard about that certainly have taken place? So it's. It's amazing, and we certainly invite the listeners to to watch that. I do want to talk more about the rapture, but before I do, one of the things that we should mention to the listener is that Jesus is the real deal. And there were uh, that Peter Stoner, Stoner calculation you have on that first Bible um, prophecy insight is very telling, very ca- uh, important. You're dealing with the mathematical calculations of the prophecies that were foretold about Jesus' first coming that were fulfilled to the T by Jesus Christ, identifying him as the the true Messiah of the Bible. Um, you, let's talk about that a little bit. What are a couple of those prophecies, and what 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 is that outstanding calculation? It was something to the 17th power. I mean, what, well, I'm lost. What is that? Well, Peter Stoner was a mathematician from the 1950s. Actually, I got his book right here. It's called Science Speaks by Peter Stoner. Uh, very, very knowledgeable guy about math and, of course, the Bible. And he looked at the Bible. He looked at there was 300 general prophecies concerning the first coming of Jesus Christ. And there's 108 specific prophecies about Jesus. And, and so he's like, well, what is the possibility that all those prophecies could be filled in the life of one man? Well, he said, well, let's just look at eight. Instead of let's doing 108, let's just take eight. And he took these eight. He said that, let's take, the Messiah will be born in the town of Bethlehem. That's Micah 5.2. Second, let's uh, take the one uh, prophecy about a messenger will prepare the way for the Messiah. That's Malachi 3.1. Thirdly, the Messiah will enter Jerusalem as a king riding on a donkey. Zechariah 9.9. The fourth one he took was the Messiah will be betrayed by a friend and suffer wounds in his hands which is Zechariah 13.6, which I, for one, think that's a two-for-one deal there, though, but he counts it as number one. Uh, number five, the Messiah will be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, Zechariah 11.12. Uh, number six, the betrayal money will be used to purchase a potter's field, Zechariah 11.13. The seventh, the Messiah will remain silent while he is afflicted, Isaiah 53.7. And lastly, the Messiah will die by having his hands and feet pierced, Psalm 22.16. So he did all the calculations. He figured uh, the probability of there being maybe 88 billion people alive from Jesus' time until now, and he calculated the probability of Jesus, one man fulfilling that all those prophecies, just eight, not 108, just eight, is one in 10 to the 17th power, which is one in 100 quadrillion, which is statistically impossible. 
and yet Jesus fulfilled not just those eight, but all 108. That was the point Peter Stoner was trying to make, that mathematically, Jesus proves 100% that the Bible is true and accurate, especially when it concerns his prophetic word. Well, um, did you say one in one quadrillion? One in 100 quadrillion, or one in 10 to the 17th power. Well, that sounds like more than our American deficit at this point in time. <laughs> Um, More than our world economy, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's a little bit out of my mathematical grasp, but um, the uh, what I think the way to uh, you use an analogy that I think would would appear to uh, to the layman to make it understand even a little better is oh, yeah. that's about those quarters in, in Texas. He was great about that because you know, like uh, I'm just those net numbers just blow my mind too. But uh, you can go to page 107 of his book on Science Speaks, and he uses the example of. If you take that calculation, it would be equal to filling the entire state of Texas two feet deep in quarters. That's what that number would be. You fill it entirely, the entire state. Texas is a big, big state. So you fill it with two feet deep in quarters, you churn them up, then you send a blindfolded man in, and he wanders around Texas. The probability that he picks up the very first coin that you have marked and threw it into that pile, the very first marked coin, that is the probability of Jesus fulfilling all eight of those prophecies. And so, <laughs> the chances of one person finding one coin in the middle of Texas two feet deep are just staggering. And that's the illustration that I thought he used so well, and that's the illustration that we used in the first Bible prophecy insight. And that's why it's raining down quarters around us and filling up the room with two feet of quarters. That's just a room, that's not even Texas. So picture a room, and you have to find one coin amongst two feet deep of corn. That's impossible, but picture an entire state, astronomically impossible, and yet Jesus fulfilled all that, proving that he is the Messiah. Outstanding. Uh, that's unbelievable. And, okay, well then let's shift to the second video snippet that you have, which is dealing with the signs of his return. He is coming back, folks. He's, he's going to make a second coming, and he is going to establish a messianic kingdom, and he will reign there for a thousand years, we're told in uh, Revelation 20, verse 4. What are some of the signs of his second coming. Are we, are we experiencing some of them setting up right now? Some of them. Oh, my goodness. can't look out the window or read the news or anything without running across signs. Uh, there's so many. Uh, Dr. Reagan even categorized them in a number of his articles. If folks go to our article section, it's big signs. Uh, we have a number of articles there. But the Bible and uh, Jesus in Luke 21:11 talked about all the great earthquakes and plagues and famines and terrible signs from the heavens that would precede his coming. Certainly the number and the frequency of natural disasters happening across the planet are just astronomical and increasing. And we've always had natural disasters, but them increasing in frequency and intensity, that's the signs of nature. Uh, you can look at the signs of society, that we would return to the days of Noah, where everyone would just be as evil as that time. And you know what happened to the days of Noah. God wiped out the entire planet because they were just so evil. And we are getting that way as a world society. We are just, our sin is just so ripe. Um, that brings up the spiritual signs, a time where the church will not endure sound doctrine. We have so many cults. matter of fact, in Matthew 24, Jesus talked about, uh, one of the biggest signs he talked about, most frequent signs, is the amount of false teachers and false people claiming to be Jesus that would be coming near the end times. And we are seeing that today, and uh, that's particularly in the news now, uh, with all the talk about Mormonism the presidential race. There are a lot of cults, a lot of signs of those out there. 
we got world politics. It talks about uh, Matthew 24. Jesus said, you hear of wars and rumors of wars, and nations will rise against nations and keep me against the kingdom. And we have had more world wars in the last you know, century. Two world wars and all those other wars. More people have died in the last century than ever in history because of war. And the Bible said that would happen because we got in Jesus' return. You mentioned earlier, Bill, technology. Uh, you know, I, I just came across my desk today. Uh, you talked about uh, technology and times, and we also just talked about natural disasters. Well, there's been severe flooding in Thailand. And did you know that Thailand makes We're out of time for this edition of Prophecy Update with our host, Bill Solace, and his guest today and next week, Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministries. You can visit Lamb Lion Ministries at www.lamblionministries.com. Until we meet again, keep looking up, for your redemption draws near.